Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Good morning, good morning, everybody. It's 10.07 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the uh, Wednesday edition of the Will Marotti Show, which is all caller Wednesday. And uh, we're very pleased to have the legendary Joey Burgoyne filling in for Matt Sorry for the balance of the program. Always good to have Joey on board. And uh, and he's anxious to take your calls, 860-522-9842. Before the break, we had two folks holding on. I said to get back to you right after, so I'm here. Let's hit uh, Alex and Seymour first. Hi, Alex. Hey, Pastor, we've got a few uh, points I want to make. Um, so when the, when the Q2 numbers come out uh, yeah. shortly and we're officially in a recession, I want everybody to remember that this is the best economic recovery in U.S. history. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for reminding us of that point, as the Bidens so often do. Yes. Also, um, if you want something to sum up the, uh, the complete uh, level of decay and depravity that Western culture has uh, fallen into, yeah. There's um there was this women's cycling event in London uh, a little while ago. And there's a picture online you could see of the winners. Yeah. So the two winners were two transgender women. Yeah. One and two, and then in third place was an actual woman. And there's a picture of them all at the podium. The one in the first and second place transgender women are making out while the third woman is sitting there with her baby. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go look up that picture, We'll well, see exactly where we are as a, as a society. I had an article I didn't share yesterday, Alex. It was an opinion piece from PJ Media, and and they and it was about like the gay pra- the gay pride parade, and you know they said you know when when gay pride first came out, it was you know people wag, had flags and signs and banners. Now you get you get parades where you know men in g strings are riding on floats, kissing each other, and performing performing, you know, faux sex acts on each other. I mean, and, and the question was, when when did gay pride parades turn into, you know, gratuitous sex in your face moments, right? And you got, you got women you know ma- marched around half naked. It, it's just unbelievable. The, and it is. It's depravity. I don't know what else, how else to describe it. 
the, don't you know that the whole thing was only about uh, visitation rights and, and equal protection, like uh, like regular married couples? That's all it was about. Pastor. Boy, boy, how far how far have we fallen from those days, Alex? Hey, oh, do gosh. I have do I have time to make one more point? Or yeah, go ahead, call? sure. Okay, so um, I know that there's a lot of uh, discussion right now about uh, gun control and potentially raising the age to own firearms from 18 yeah. to 21. Yep. Now. If you're ever getting into a conversation with like a, a liberal friend and you're asking them, hey, why, why, why do you want to raise the age? They'll probably have answers like, um, well, you know, when you're 18, you know, you're impulsive. You don't, you don't have long-term vision. You're not mature enough. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case and that's your logic, then why can 10-year-olds decide what gender they are and go on puberty block? <laughs> that's a great point, right? Um, yep. Yeah, that's just the fallacy Thanks, of it all. It's just the lunacy and... People, people don't stop and, and pose common sense questions like that, Alex. It's just a large weird. majority of the public is asleep with all the stuff, you know, all the media yeah. and social media that they're doing. And hopefully this economic collapse that is happening will be enough to, like, jolt people awake for five seconds to see yeah. that things aren't going well. Yeah, I hope so, but I, I don't know. I, I someone someone sent me a uh, an article the, the early this morning, and they said that we're we're in the – we're in the final stages of what will be uh, an authoritarian takeover of the country. I don't believe that, but I mean, maybe, I don't know. Um, it's not good right now. Things are bad. And I, I just hope we can hold out till November. That's my, that's my hope and my prayer. Alex, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Let's go to Christine in Middletown. Hello, Christine. Hi, good morning, Pastor. Well, um, how are you? I'm just so upset with Emperor Ned Lamar. Um, you know, it's bad enough Saturday he comes to our Middletown Pride Parade wearing fingernail polish. Oh, did and, he really? Yeah. Is that like a misappropriation of culture or something? What, what's he, I, 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 what's he doing that myself. for? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, Ned. My you know, he's, just, uh, he's like a 60s hippie. He really is. He, he's very, uh, he very hippie-ish. And then he propaganda song at us. Oh, no. What, what is that? The state, it's a country music song promoting Connecticut. And one of the lyrics says, you could buy pot legally here. Yeah, that's I, part, I part of the lyrics? That's what, that's what we're, that's what we're promoting about Connecticut? You can buy pot legally? Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I have a problem with that. You can buy pot legally, but pretty soon you won't be able to buy gas. <laughs> Exactly, and then he comes out with this ministry, ministry of truth director. Here. Oh, right, one hundred fifty thousand. We're paying for that position. Well, isn't that like closer to two hundred k with um, with benefits? Well, when you're included? done with benefits and everything, I'm sure it's a lot more than one hundred fifty. Yeah, I mean, you know, the problem with that, Christine, who gets to decide what the misinformation is? I mean, they could come shut down your station. They could shut down they could. maybe if I go against the narrative too. Well, again, I, you know, that's why I say churches should really use this time wisely in terms of getting out truth, because uh, in, in so many times when there's some kind of takeover, the first place they go, the first place they go is to shut down the churches. Because they don't want God. The people don't, the, the, the authoritative people don't want you to mention God. They want you to just believe in government. That's, That's it. it. Government, small G, not God, big G. Christine, thank yeah. you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, 860-522-9842, the numbers. Um, I didn't get any feedback on this on the tipping story. Now, this is a survey from creditcard.com and it says the Americans are tipping less now than before the pandemic. So they're, they're show, showing figures 22, 21, 19. We were tipping more in 19 than we were than we are now. 
compared to 2021. And now I, I started tipping much bigger because I felt so bad for the for the server, the folks in general in restaurant industry. And I haven't backed that down yet, but um, I, you know, I, not to say that I won't. I mean, you know, I've always been a minimum 20% person, and I've, I'm going beyond that now, and, and have been for several years. Um, where are you at with that? Are, are you are you tipping bigger, smaller, the same? Uh, here's a funny thing. As it turns out, men are more generous than women. Now, this is from the credit card. Don't get mad at me. This is from the creditcard.com report. Men are more generous than women. Median tip for both genders um, is is approximately 20%. But typically, typically men give 22% while women give 20%. But the downside of that is men are also more likely than women to leave nothing. Now, I have, I have one time in my life left nothing. And it was just a complete combination of horrible service. The food was horrible. The weight was ridiculous. I can't tell you. Where, I, I mean, I know exactly where I was. It's not, it doesn't even exist anymore. It's a place in Middletown. And I, and I just, I couldn't even, I couldn't bring myself to leave a tip, and I didn't. I did it one time in New Jersey when I was very young and foolish. I had the waitress chase me out of the diner. <laughs> Sir, you forgot something. <laughs> like, Wow. I'll tell you, I, I was with Gary Ransom. Gary was in the Air Force, and we went to visit Gary in, in New Jersey and went out to, went out to eat, and, and the, it was just horrible service. So I didn't, I didn't leave a tip. I paid for the bill, didn't leave a tip. The woman <laughs> just chased me out of, the, out of the restaurant. I feel bad about it. I wouldn't do that now. I said, it's only twice in my life I didn't leave a tip, and it was when I was young and foolish in New Jersey, and then probably this thing happened in Middletown seven or eight years ago. It was just a total meltdown of service of quality it was just horrible all right let's go to uh farmington and tom tom welcome to the show what's on your mind hi pastor well i hope you and your family are well yes yeah, you sir thank you um i want to talk about your friend who's running for governor and how disappointed a lot of people are in him and that he hasn't gone into the inner cities and you know and stressed every time there's been a shooting gone into harford and say look harford's a shooting capital of Connecticut, the Democrats haven't given you safe neighborhoods, haven't given you good schools, haven't given you economic growth potential. Here's yeah. what I'm going to do differently, and this is why I want your vote. He's not doing that, so he's not going to be able to win uh, this coming, uh, you know, this coming fall because he's not doing the job, and he's been told to do this by some of the donors, and he's refused to do this. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what's happening there. I, I will tell you, Tom, my personal advice to uh, to Bob, to Tom Foley, to others over the years is uh, you gotta you gotta spend more time in the cities. You, yeah. you can't do a drive by two weeks before the election. It doesn't work. They they sense the insincerity. Folks know when you're serious and when you're not serious. And I've told every Republican candidate that going back years, you've got to spend significant time in the cities. And and I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why. I, he I doesn't want to win this. I bet he just. I can't answer that. Have it in him to win it. Well, and until until Republicans figure out that that's what they have to do, because you know you're going to win Farmington, you're going to win Avon, you're going to win Simsbury. Chances are you're not going to win West Hartford. They've already given over to the progressives, but all the suburbs you're going to win. But that's not the bulk of the. When you get into Hartford, New no. Haven, Bridgeport, right, Stamford, that's where you got to win. And if you're not going to spend time there in the inner cities, 
And particularly with pastors, I'm going to tell you something. You got to spend time with black pastors and you got to spend time with, with, uh, Latino pastors, Latina pastors. You've got to, you've got to be that because they, they, they have a, a tremendous influence with their congregations and the, and the people vote down there. So if, if you're not willing to spend time there, you're, you're probably not going to win. No, you're right. And he doesn't have to win the, you know, the vote. Pick up an extra three percent. A couple that's points. That that's it. A couple three points, and, and it's it. No, you're and you're 100 percent right, Tom. I it frustrates me with Republicans in in general. I won't just point out Bob, but I, I do. I'm frustrated tremendously with Republicans who don't understand this, and and, and keep one, making the one, same mistake. May I make one other comment? Uh, you brought up West Hartford. I don't know if you've noticed what's happening in West Hartford. Um, if you take a look at the crime stats, property crimes. When yeah. meaning thefts of cars, yep. uh, you know, burglaries. breaking in, mm-hmm. yeah, burglaries. Yep. They are, and this is hard to believe, but if you look at the stats, 70%, they're averaging 70% more than what the state of Connecticut averages for that. Yeah. It has yeah. gotten really bad there, and it's not the police who are not doing the job, the rank-and-file officers. It's their superiors and the town leadership yeah. who's decided not to do this. And you've got to admit... The first thing sign of decay is when you have property crimes that are going, or quality of life, I like to call it. Of course, crime, of course. Then yeah. the rest goes. And I don't know if you've noticed that the school system, they have they pay a lot of taxes in West Hartford, and they used to brag about their school system. Now, according to NICHE, it has fallen down to 14th. It is behind Avon, Glastonbury, Washington. Wow. Wow. Only one, one, one spot ahead of Sinsbury. So we're talking of, you know, these guys now are wasting time on changing mascots instead of doing what they're supposed <laughs> to do. Educating kids. Oh, Tom, I, I love the bad. mascot shot. Thank you so much for yeah. that. Right. I wish thank I had you. said that. Tom, appreciate right. your call. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Neil, Laurie, Sharik, hang in there. i get you right after the break. I'm going to give a shout-out to the Amen Choir as well. well Wednesday edition, Wilmarotti Show. Uh, Joey Burgoyne's in. Waiting to take your call, 860-522-9842. We'd love to talk with you today. Got a lot more to talk about, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. All right, welcome back, 1024. Let's go right to the calls. Let's go to Neil in Bristol, former home of the Bristol Red Sox. Hi, Neil. Muzzy Field. Hey, go Muzzy Field. There you What's go. Up? Hey, um, one, one thing, you, you do sound a lot better, I think, in my opinion. Thank you. Um, today, the voice is getting stronger, so that's good. Um, Tipping. I have a couple of couple of theories. Um, I, I'm the same as you. I, I, I like to tip, uh, you know, good service. So usually it's 20%. Mm-hmm. So that's, and that's fine. And I haven't stopped doing that. But I think inflation is having a little, you know what I mean? It, there's yeah. less money for us to spend. Less yeah. money for us to, you know. Well, I think you're yeah. going to see that. I think people are going to go out less because of that. Absolutely. And so that's obviously going to cut down the tips. And you, you also, everywhere you look, there's a tip jar. I mean, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I get to tip the girl at the window at Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> you know, that I reminds me. I should put one of those at church. You know, I should, Why like, not? right by the stage, I should put a tip jar. Right at the pulpit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> so here's, a, here's so last night I go, I go to one of our favorite places, Panera Bread, and I pull up the drive-thru like I have hundreds of times before. And and they go, instead of may I take your order, may I help you, they go, are you picking up a to-go order? I said, no. They said, well, we don't have enough staff to take your order tonight, so you're going to have to come inside. Oh, my God. They don't have enough staff to, to man the drive-thru. 
and why is it open? No. I, I, yeah, I mean, but this place is shut down before because now, now you look down the road at Chick Fil A, and there's there's thirty thirty forty cars in the drive through. Absolutely right. So, right. I don't know Chick Fil A. I, I, yeah, don't I don't know what's know going on. I mean, thank God for Chick Fil A. That's all I can say. Absolutely, those are my yeah. theories. So uh, have a all great right. show. Thanks. All right. Well, I think I think there's merit there, Neil. Thank you very much. Let's go to uh, Glastonbury. I love Glastonbury. And Lori, Lori, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Pastor Will. Thanks for taking my call. And you definitely have sounded much, much better the last couple of days. All right, good. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, as far a couple of things, <laughs> um, you're spot on with giving um, uh, Mr. Stefanowski um, and other uh governors for candidate the advice to go to the cities i work in the inner city yeah and and um that they would they there's a a value in being transparent and just um and and being honest with what you're trying to present um and that would do that would do the candidates well if they would spend more time there well, it just makes sense, right? I mean, you're not, you got to be there. You got to show up. You're not going to get the votes you hope for if you don't show up. And, right, and right. you're going to win Farmington. That's not the issue. You got to, you got to get into Bridgeport. You got to get into right. Hartford, New Haven, Stanford, Stratford. Those, right. those places you be in. The presence is much more meaningful and it, yeah. and it proves that you're willing to do something. Exactly. But on the second thought, um, on tipping, I, I tip, I, I've always tipped 20%. Sometimes I'll tip more, more because I, when I walk into a place again, I want them to be able to say, oh, here she comes, rather than, ah, <laughs> oh, crap, here she comes. You know what I mean? Um, uh, so, um, I, I'll tell you, my the, favorite pizza place, which I won't, I won't, I won't say, Napoli's Pizza, my favorite, <laughs> I've been tipping huge there since COVID started, and it's because I feel bad for them. I yeah. feel bad that, you know, through now, thank God, restaurants that had an already good takeout business survived. They survived on the takeout business. But what did that do to the to the servers, right? The servers got creamed because they right. weren't working or they were rotating. So I've been I've been huge tipping to my favorite places, way more than 20 percent. And uh, I shouldn't my wife will hear that and I'll be in trouble. But um, <laughs> no, she's generous, too. Um, and I just feel like, hey, if, if you love the place, if you go there a lot, help them out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, you want them to be happy to see you not like, you know, give you the side eye when you walk in the door. Exactly. But, um, exactly. And then the third, that my third thought, and I'm sorry, I've kind of been a, a, a little late to the to the show this morning, but has anyone brought up the whole this, um, speech that Matthew McConaughey gave yesterday at the White House? No one has. And I and I, I haven't. I watched I got up. I was able to catch a portion of it. I've got mixed emotions about it, so I'm not I'm not really sure. If I'm the right person to talk about it, I was going to wait and see if anybody brought it up. But I, I, I've got mi some mixed emotions. I like well, him, and uh, some of what he said I absolutely I agree with, appreciate. I'm just wondering if it's – anyway, I'm not the right person to talk about it. Laura, i got to let you go for the news. Thank you. All right, we'll be back. Robert, Sharik, hang in there. And then Amen Choir as soon as we get back. So stay with us. Uh, Wednesday edition of Wilmer Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Folks, let me give a uh, let me give some love to the Amen Choir. A lot of Amens in here today. Uh, let's start. Veronica, Jean R, William M, Dawn W, Tanya F, Peter, Val, Lynn B, Rob K, Lori M, Linda from Florida, Patricia W, Monica M, Mike M, Sharik, Michelle F, Jeff S, Janine H, Mark M, Bill K, Homer. Donna D, Gigi, Mike M, Carol L, Tom B, Rudy from Florida, John G, John, Susan M, Christine, Deborah S, Zeke H, Carol J, Donna R, Sarah F, Priscilla W, Elaine P, Andy Lynn F, Aaron B, Jolie B, Larry M, Joanne H, Cheryl E, Michelle F, Kevin S, Ralph P, Karen A, Laura M. That's a first time, I think, for Laura. Thank you. And Bruce R. from Indiana, uh, thank you. Thank you, one and all. Appreciate your support and your amens. Let's go to uh, who's holding the longest, oddly enough, Sharik in Hartford. Hey, Sharik. Oh, hi, Pastor. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning. Um, thanks a lot mind. for taking my call. Sir. Um, the thing is, uh, you know what? Uh, you were talking about shortages yesterday. There's also a shortage of good radio talk show hosts. <laughs> I the other, I, I know you are, you are the best. Uh, the other one, other thing is that you were you talking about tipping t- this morning. Um, yes. Um, I used to work in restaurants, so I make sure that I tip. And uh, does, do you, do, does anybody know what tip, T-I-P-S, stands for? No, no. To ensure I don't. Proper, to ensure proper service. Really? Well, That's see, now, I, tell I me if I'm wrong to do in. this. When I huh? go through a car wash and they're going to drive my car, I always make an, an, an I give the tip before they dry it. I roll the window down intentionally before they start, and I hand the money yeah, out the yeah, window, yeah, yeah. hoping that a good tip up front will be a better dry and wash and dry down cleaning of the of the <laughs> yeah, wheels. Right, right. I make sure I, I mean I used to work in restaurants, so that's my 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 point. Yeah. But, but yeah. It's, it's fair also. It's very fair. The other thing with some some person, I mean, the caller called about. Uh, Mr. Stefanowski, I think yes. he's absolutely right that he should. But you know what? He 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 did uh, some very good work in, in, in face mask distribution in the. Oh, unbelievable! Hospital. We we raised yeah, uh, so you guys I, I in this audience raised a bunch of money to help with that mask and he distribution. Use, and yeah. he should use his wife. His wife is a big asset for him, in my view. Listen, and I think so. Low turnout will help him. The other thing, is, in my view, on the Senate race in the Republican side. Yes. 
I think Sutamis Clarit is the best because she has legislative experience. I did. Uh, I met uh, Mr. Lamaj way back when, when he was yeah. running for some other office a long time ago. Mm. He's a good candidate, but I think so the internal fight will hurt them in the general election, And but anything can happen in the, the well. primary. So um, as far yeah. as Ukraine is concerned, I don't see anything of uh, because Ukraine is tied up with the uh, international thing. Besides Ukraine, is tied up with international thing, mm. U.S. government politics, something. I don't see anything was ending before your, your U.S. election in November. I, I agree. I, I, I 100% I agree with I you. It's a shame. After that, right. it, it will end, probably. That's my view. Because, well, let me uh, say about Bob Stefanowski, great candidate. Yeah. Better than yeah, he, Lamont by a thousand percent would help himself to spend I, more time I, I in the city. Some, uh, some doubts about that, but I think so. He's a very good candidate. He's a very reasonable guy, and I'm leaning right now. I would say I'm, re- I'm leaning towards Mr. Lamont, but I may I may change uh, for uh, Mr. Stepanov. Right, give, let's I, give the Republican took, a try for I took, once I here. Took his, I took his mask. I took his mask. I remember yeah. that. So, All right, and 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 right, I sir. agree with you. Also, Peter Lamont is a great candidate. Leora Levy's a good candidate, but I think, you know, Themis has the ability has to beat the Richard. Best chance because she has a legislative experience yes, on record. Yes. And it, she's and a lot of elections. She's a Connecticut Republican. Connecticut yes. Republicans are different than um, uh, Mississippi and all that. I, I'm not well, that's denigrating true. anybody. That's true. I'm not denigrating anybody, but I'm just saying that. So. All right. Sharik, thank you for your call and thank all you for your right, amen sir. earlier. I appreciate it. Thank you. Let's go to uh, la, 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 la. Robert in Cheshire. Robert, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Good morning, Pastor Will. I happened to dial in a little while ago, and you had a caller stating something to the effect of uh, he had not seen Mr. Stefanowski in the inner cities. And I called in to correct that factually. Bob Stefanowski opened an office in Waterbury. I was at that office with about 100 people, 125 people this past Monday. Bob was there, of course, as was George Logan, Dominic Rapini, uh, mm-hmm. Dominic's two competitors for the Secretary of State, uh, Jessica Cordes. Several of the local area or state assembly uh, candidates and and current officials as well. I would suggest to you that Mr. Stefanowski is a lot more deeply involved in the inner cities than what your prior caller was talking about or perhaps what he's seen. An awful lot of people want to sit back and say, hey, Mr. Whoever, go out and run for office. That's a tough, tough job. Oh, it is. Stefanowski has also put a significant amount of money into this. And uh, quite frankly, who would want to go out and put up with the rubbish they have to put up with to run for office, then deal with some of the silliness they have to deal with and spend their own money to do it unless their heart is exactly in the right place. That's exactly what I see in Stefanowski. And I agree. Almost all of the candidates I support. I agree hundred percent. And the only thing I would say about the the inner city thing, you know, Waterbury tends to lean right anyway. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a very down middle of the road kind of existence, the fifth district. And so that's good, but I'm talking about Bridgeport. I'm talking about New Haven, I'm talking about Stanford. I'm talking about Hartford. Uh, and, and I don't think any of the candidates are spending the kind of quality time they need to spend there to move the needle. That's my only point. And I 100% well, okay, support Bob Stefanowski. I think he's a great the, candidate. The other side of it is here we've got a governor that was born on home plate, thought he hit a home run. He claims <laughs> he ran a small business, and I suspect what he did with his small business is exactly what he did with Josh Cabal. He hired somebody to essentially run and say, go out yeah. there, Josh, and you go run, run it for me. <laughs> Stefanowski's from the ground up, a no, blue-collar guy that understands no what it is yeah. to work. No no argument so, at all, Robert. I, I 100%. I think Stefanowski's best candidate. I'm just saying I think all Republican candidates would do themselves justice if they would spend some serious time in well, really the inner city 
and that's my well, only fully point. agreed there. But Stefanowski and I was part of this as a donor, as well as one of the contributors to the uh, the actual work <laughs> effort, handing out masks in Hartford, handing out masks yeah. in Waterbury, handing out masks uh, near Bridgeport. I and agree. Uh, it's my observation. I don't know this. It's been my observation that Mr. Stefanowski has dug in deeply with some of your counterparts in the pastoral world uh, as a result of having done that. He so has, I, spent, I he has spent more time more with clergy. I'll give him that 100%. You're, you're right, Back Robert. I'm not disagreeing. I just, it. it's, a, it's a general statement of all of all Republican candidates. Thank you for your call. All right, let's go to the Silver City. Meriden, Steve, Steve, welcome to the show. Hey, Pastor Will, amen, and uh, great Thank publicity you. in the paper the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we uh, partnered with the Salvation Army. Yeah, right, we, right. Really appreciate uh, that a just, lot. Just some background. Uh, the wind power offshore, we had yeah. radar towers back in the 50s and 60s off the coast of Massachusetts, part of NORAD, and they all collapsed and went into the sea. <laughs> and uh, adding radar, adding wind and solar to the grid makes it less reliable and more expensive. Five uh, percent of total output goes from uh, solar and wind, eighty percent natural gas, and fifteen percent nuclear. Get mm. ready for the brownouts. Mm. And the whole question is: uh, Michigan Congresswoman drove from Michigan to D.C., but they never said how much it cost to go back and forth or whatever. Mm. Probably a, a ton, I guess. I mean, I, I just—I don't know. It must be cost more to mileage than gas. I mean, you can figure out your gas mileage sure. by dividing the miles by the gallons used, you know. But uh, how do you figure out what electric electricity costs? And uh, well, again, but this has gone on now for this is such a a, a a fallacy because Elon Musk obviously has a great interest in electric cars. The CEO of Toyota, Toyota makes more electric cars than anybody. Correct. They have both gone on record saying we don't have. And won't have for some time the infrastructure in place to even power the electric cars we've already sold. You're right. So I, you know, we just keep pushing it. You know, and then Joe Biden goes out and does an emergency war powers act to, to create more solar panels. What the heck? I mean, you know, if you want to lower the price of gasoline, start opening up the spigots. I mean, we've got more oil in this place than than, than uh, you know Alaska's got snow, and and we're just not. We're not taking advantage of it because we're being controlled by the radical left climate terrorists. Yeah. So. yeah. One more thing. Uh, I write letters to the Record Journal, you know, constantly. Sure. And uh, I had one letter rejected because Chris Powell's name was mentioned in the letter. I had to take Are you out. kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Well, I have a word with those folks. I've been a, I've been a long-time Record Journal supporter. Well, I got a letter in there now. I wrote there. May 9th, and it still hasn't been in the paper yet. And here it is, June 9th. I'm oh, my gosh. Well, I know what the problem with Chris Powell is. Chris is a good guy. As you know, we have him on every week. I know. that I, I love this uh, yeah. stuff in the paper. They don't put his uh, stuff in the paper uh, anymore. Yes, if you check bit. with him, they probably the Record Journal, I mean, they, they, they lean pretty hard left. I mean, let's be honest about it. I love them, but they're... they're, they're yeah, well, I only buy the paper from the obituaries anyway. So yeah, it's, just make sure you're not in there i know all right steve thanks thanks all right we're gonna take a break we'll come back we'll set up for the between round bagel last caller of the day if you get the if you get that that noted uh award you get a dozen free bagels for six months courtesy of between rounds so we'll be right back and uh, call now don't wait the phone lines will fill up 860-522 9842, call now so that you get in the queue and have a chance to be the last caller of the day. Right here in WTIC News Talk 1080. 
right, welcome back. 1053. We have a first-time guest calling in, I believe. And if this is the same person, I'm happy to talk to him because he's running for a very important uh, con- congressional position. Uh, I want to welcome Larry. Is is it Lazar or, or Lazar, Larry? Uh, Lazor. Lazor. Very good. Uh, and you are running for the 1st District. Is that correct? I am. Yes. Well, congratulations and welcome to the show. We're glad to have you. Anybody that's Thank running you. against John Larson is a friend of mine. Yeah. And actually, John, for the first time, uh, has a primary opponent, Muad Harizi. So uh, that will ah. be a good as well. I imagine that must be from the hard left side of the equation coming after John. Exactly. That's a, a progressive kind of in the AOC school. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, wonderful for us, and uh, yeah. it'll make the race a lot more. Split, it'll split it. That's wonderful. So, so tell us uh, what what I mean. Obviously, you're running, to, but what's uh, what's on your mind, John? Or Larry? Well, I'm sorry. I was listening to your show, and yeah. uh, I think you're exactly right. Talking about Republicans getting into Hartford and uh, getting our ideas out there, and that's one of our big pushes. Is uh, Hartford is in our district? Sure. And- some background what we've done in our campaign is we're reaching out to there's 13 different neighborhoods in hartford and they have what they call a neighborhood revitalization zone so we're we're going to those meetings and listening to what the concerns are of people in hartford and then we're also going to be walking down albany avenue with uh uh people from bob stefanowski's campaign and uh harry aurora who's running for state treasurer and mm-hmm. talking to people and hearing what are their concerns and, and having them learn about what our ideas are, because I think there's an opportunity for Republicans right now. Hartford has not done particularly well under Democratic rule, no, and no. I think they're looking for new ideas and new leadership, and so that's time for us. We're, uh, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm looking at your, uh, at your website. Uh, you, your, your day job is you're a doctor, right? You're an MD. Yes. Yeah. And how long have you been I've practicing? Been, yeah, so I've been at Hartford Hospital since I started my residency uh, in 1990. So I've been there 32 years. And you're, and you're an OBGYN, right? Yes, yes, which hey, me... uh, which I think is a great segue because you talk to women, you talk to families every day, so you feel like you know what's going on in your district. And offices are in Hartford and mm-hmm. uh, Wethersfield and Bloomfield, all within District 1. You know, I'm I'm reading there's a there's a physician shortage in the United States, and I got to tell you something. My guy, who I love, the best doctor in the world for me, left private practice. So I I was hunting. I had a hard time finding a, a new primary guy. Primary care is tough. Is that uh, there's a, a tremendous need. Uh, they aren't reimbursed particularly well, and once you get a good one, they tend to get busy pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So uh, distinguish yourself positionally from uh, our friend John Larson, if you would, Larry. Sure. Is that I think uh, that one big distinction would be, you know, John Larson's a spender. And if you look at the federal government or look at the state of Connecticut, generally there's been overspending. And one of the effects of that is the high inflation rate. We're all spending a lot more money for groceries and gasoline and utilities. Whereas Republicans are looking to hit on opportunities and say, here's an opportunity. You put the work into it. You're going to get reimbursed. You're going to be independent. You're going to have better self-esteem. And so those are two different themes, I think, between John and myself. And whether you look at 
Connecticut as a state or greater Hartford, there has not been good economic growth. The overhead in the state is high. The costs are high. So whether you look at small businesses or large businesses, they tend to be leaving Connecticut and going to more of the red states. So I think we, Connecticut's at a crossroads now where they have to relook at how they're doing things. Uh, you look at a great company like Pratt & Whitney. Over the last several years, they've gone from about 30,000 employees in East Hartford to about 12. And they're opening factories in Georgia, Florida. And then this November, they're opening a huge factory in Asheville, North Carolina, all states that are better for the company and compete against Connecticut. And we're losing jobs because of that. Wow. You know, Larry, we, we really don't have any time. I would love to have you on where we could take a couple of segments and really go through all of your positions and your background. Let's uh, can can we set something like that up? Do you suppose? Yeah, absolutely. I'll, All right, I'm, I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to put you on hold. Joey's going to take your information, and uh, and 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 we'll uh, we'll work with that. Okay, Larry. Yeah, yeah. Thank but you. I Thank think, you very uh, much. Your idea of uh, Republicans get into Hartford and the cities is a great one, and we're making a strong push for that. Good, good. Thank you very much. I'm going to put you on hold. Thank Joey's you. going to get your contact yep. info and get that to me great. so we can have further discussions. Thank you so much. All right, uh, we're going to go down to the last call of the day here, the between round bagel last call of the day. We're going to go to Harwinton. Gene, congratulations! You're the between round bagel last caller of the day. Oh, Pastor Will, I'm a first time caller to you as well. Oh my gosh, I, I can't believe it! First time, last time, many times, but I never called you. Well, you're a big winner today, Gene. <laughs> I, I really can't believe it. I'm overwhelmed. What's on your mind? Real quick, you got about 15 well, I, seconds. You know, I'm pretty disgusted. I'm on disability, and we're struggling to survive with these gas prices and food prices. You know, they're political decisions. I don't think they realize just how much damage they've done to us. Wow. No, I think you're absolutely right. Listen, I'm going to put you on hold. Joy's going to take your information. Please don't be a first-time caller only. Call back again when we have more time. Thank you so much. All right, guys, that's it. I'm out of time. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you, uh, Joey, of course. Thank you for all the calls. Great call volume today. Thank you for all the amens. Great love and amen support. And uh, just a great show. Thank you. I enjoyed it. I think everybody else did. It was a great show. And uh, enjoy your day. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.